Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to In My Heart, a podcast truly about all the things in my heart and finding our freedoms. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. My next guest, Rona Berg's expertise in health and wellness spans through her decades of experience. She's a longtime journalist, digital content director, and best-selling author. She's the editorial director of Organic Spa Media and has been cited as an industry expert in spa, wellness, and travel by publications such as the Huffington Post, USA Today, the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, New York Magazine, the Daily Mail, and many more. In fact, Rona Berg has written for hundreds of publications, working throughout her career to advance global wellness initiatives. She's visited and reviewed hundreds, if not thousands of spas around the globe, working as an editorial director, a deputy style editor, a contributing editor, and an advisory board member for the likes of Elle Magazine, Shape, Spa Magazine, et cetera, et cetera. So hold on to your lip plumpers. Today, we're gonna get a download on wellness through the wisdom of a true icon in the space. Rona Berg is in my heart. Welcome, Rona. Thank you, Heather. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to be here with you. I mean, listen, so you are a spa and wellness expert, literally, and way ahead of your time, girl, because like, you know, you were on the wellness train really before a lot of people were. And I want to even start right out of the gate with like 20 years ago, you were an advocate for toxicity in products such as fragrance and some of those little things that we hide behind. So talk a little bit of just about your overall career, how you got involved in wellness and beauty, and clearly when you saw the great divide between clean beauty and the rest. Yeah, you know, it's been an interesting ride. Talk about a train. It's it's really been an interesting ride. And beauty was kind of a happy accident. When I started at Elle magazine, I oversaw fashion, beauty and lifestyle. And I learned so much from my French colleagues because, of course, they are known for beautiful skin and how and skincare. And I realized they were all teaching their daughters about healthy skincare at a very young age, you know, oh, and they were talking about facials, 
And it was so much more than just what you put on the surface. It was a really holistic notion of beauty, what you eat, how you move, if you take even back then any supplements. Mm -hmm. So that was really an interesting perspective for me. And when I came to the New York Times magazine, they assumed because I had come from L that I was a beauty expert. So what could I do? I had to become one, right? And and (laughs) I did. Make it, baby. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And on a personal note, you know, not being the standard tall, blonde, and thin. That was Deanna the prevalent, v- right? Deanna the prevalent beauty ideal at yes. that time. Mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to give voice to inclusion, you know, yes. and yes. now that's almost not even an issue. You know, all sizes, all shapes, all colors are all embraced for their unique, specific beauty. But back then, you know, it was kind of um, shocking and appalling to me being in that world and going backstage at the fashion shows and covering all of that, you know, hmm, this is something that needs to change. So that was really exciting for me. That's incredible. So it wasn't only, you know, the idea of true beauty and the the overall, you know, rounded kind of uh, aspect of it, but it was also diversity in beauty early on. And I hadn't realized that that's really, really cool. And, you know, thank God everything is accepted, but it won't, it's only like, you know, maybe 10 short years ago, I would say that we started to get really uh, much larger palettes and foundation, even in shapewear. I mean, I remember when I had launched my shapewear business, which I sold about six years ago now, but maybe even seven or eight, geez, time flies, doesn't it? But the point of the matter is, is that I wanted to have basics, you know, base shade bands that would cross a plethora of skin tones because everybody's skin tone wasn't quote unquote nude. Right. 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 Exactly. Nude is clearly relative, right? Whites, yes. And I think that there has been a shift in, you know, palettes, just as there's been a shift in terms of sizing. But we still have a long way to go in terms of, you know, there should be more women of color who are behind the scenes creating those those leadership roles, who are running those major brands, right? Because just because, right? Well, just because they should. And traditionally, not only, you know, women of color and minority opportunity, but also just women, generally speaking, you know, really being in leadership roles of a generally speaking male run industry, which was the same as the fashion industry. At least men wear clothes too, but they didn't really put on makeup back then when you started. Now we're getting, again, everything goes and the diversity in that. I mean, my daughter learned how to put on makeup from a YouTuber who was a man who wound up having his own makeup line and, you know, an openly gay man. And I mean, she's an amazing makeup artist, So he taught her well, (laughs) she's only 15. (laughs) She knows contouring. She knows too much, you know, like to your point, I like the French and of yesteryear, the French ladies of yesteryear, I taught my daughter about skincare and my son, quite frankly, not anything that my mother ever taught me or knew. I mean, I, my mother was painting her eyebrows on still. That was about it. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> she had plucked them to the high heavens in the 50s oh, right. and never uh, grew you know, back yeah. within an inch of their life right? <laughs> I, know. I know i know exactly so so you did you, you moved from that experience and we're going to digress back into you know where we've come and we've come a long way in the industry but 
clearly you were, you were ahead of your time when it came to clean beauty. And, you know, now you're the editor in chief of organic spa magazine and, you know, you've been a beauty expert since the early nineties. Right. And so what, why clean beauty and why did you pursue it and understand how important it truly was? You know, in my personal life, I always lived that way. I mean, my father would find his fancy beer bottles in the shower because I have curly hair and I was trying to find a natural remedy, you know, right. for that. I've been using plant oils on my face for over 25 years, wow. you know, and I remember trying to do stories about oils and the reaction in general was, ew, oil. Greasy. Well, of course, if it's a mineral-based oil, it's going to sit on top of your skin and it's not going to absorb because the molecule is too big. But plant-based oils are really beautiful and they will. Yet, I digress. So I was always kind of a closet, natural, clean, organic beauty person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when the markets started to come up and when there were so many elegant, effective, natural and organic products available, you know, it was really an opportunity to to talk about them, to push it forward. I mean, after all, you know, if you have a gorgeous plant based cream or an oil or, you know, a serum, Who's going to say, no, I want that, you know, ethoxylated compound? Who's going to say, I want that, you know, sort of serious synthetic thing? And and here's where I diverge from some of, you know, the other people in this field. All synthetics are not bad, but let's get rid of the ones that, that are. are right. Yeah, and speaking so, of Europe over the United States, I mean, we, they have much more strict reg- regulations yeah. when it comes to labeling and pro- what they can in the United States. I and mean, we we are okay. just like you know lethargic when it comes to ingredients. Yeah, 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 and and regulation. You yeah, know, right. So um, regulating those ingredients. Women have really had to, for the most part, educate themselves. Mm -hmm. And there's still a whole lot of misinformation out there. But I think by now, women have come to realize that the ingredient label is where you start, not the marketing label, right? Not the description. And put that in neon, Rona. Put it in neon. You know what I mean? Don't be fooled. Just read the label. Read the ingredients, and you don't have to become a cosmetic chemist to become familiar with, you know, some of the ingredients that you are going to want to avoid. And honestly, at Organic Spa, I literally, I also studied cosmetic chemistry. I literally vet the ingredient label of every single product before we cover it because I want to make sure that, you know, that it doesn't have some of those ingredients that our own environmental protection agency considers potentially, you know, carcinogenic. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, clean beauty has evolved. It it used to be what we call natural and organic. Yeah. Like Dr. Hauschka was as much as you could find, God bless him. But I mean, there was nothing. And then they would, they weren't shelf stable. There was all kinds of issues back in the day. Right. Yeah. And they were not aesthetically pleasing. Let's face it. You know, we want to be seduced by our beauty products. It's, it's important. I want something that's going to smell really nice. That's going to have a lovely texture. That's going to feel good. You know, so I, I can also embrace the ritual, which is important, you know, whether you have 
five minutes or 15 minutes, whatever it is, you know, you want to take that time out for yourself and you want to create something that touches your senses, you know, that makes you feel good from the inside out and that makes you happy. And I think that's so much a part of where we are with wellness today too. You know, it's not only in terms of keeping our bodies healthy, which of course is important, but bringing joy to our life in different ways, you know, mental wellness, emotional wellness, but, but, but I digress, you know, but, but for me, clean beauty is also about not only about human health and embracing the human health, but embracing the health of the environment. And that's a really important piece. Yeah. So clean beauty. I love that you mentioned that because it's really expanded outside of just the ingredient label of what you're actually putting on our largest organ, which is our skin and absorbs anything, everything but also what we're putting in our mouths, what we're putting in our bellies to absorb, how we're reacting with mother nature and the planet. And that is meaning caring for the planet, but also taking advantage of this beautiful planet and being outside and using nature's botanicals to balance us and even us out. I mean, that's what my big shift because I was very conscious of clean, right? When it was literally the term of clean, didn't have carcinogens and you were trying to get away from fragrance and things like that, just in that definition. And I was skeptical that it wouldn't be powerful enough, that you needed this science, so to speak. And But I, for whatever reason, I wasn't like, well, science can use nature, right? So I was able to find- for thousands of years. Thousands of years. And so I thought, what a silly, I literally let the marketing block me to what was obvious and evident, you know? And what I will tell you happened to me immediately when I stopped using claims and I started using, you know, nature, my skin changed. Rona, I feel like overnight because I wasn't clogging it with all those chemicals. Like I was weighing my skin down. Yeah. And I hit it about a little bit before or about the same time I got really interested in nutrition for using food as fuel, you know, and really- reading and understanding functional medicine. And so you stand for that too. Talk about, you know, functional medicine and overall health and nutrition in terms of our beauty. And I, I, you know, everyone keeps talking about aging and anti-aging. There's no such thing. We live and we grow. It's like this, a tree. I always say we don't run around in the middle of a fall and, and, you know, spray all the leaves green again. It's a life cycle. I just want to live young for as long as I live but I want to age. Does that make sense? (laughs) 100%. 100%. And, you know, there's an old Clinique campaign that I've always loved. And the slogan was, beauty is not about looking young. It's about looking good, right? Right. Isn't that what we all want? You know, we want to be the best version of ourselves. We want to look as good as we can. And what's wrong with getting older? What is wrong? I mean, listen, I've had... You know, in in the beauty arena, I've literally had dermatologists chase me around with Botox trying to, you know, and again, I don't judge Botox. Everybody has to figure out what works best for them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't right for me right. because I have always believed, you know, that, you know, if I take good care of my skin, if I eat healthfully, if I move every day, you know, Hopefully things will work out. I'll have a lot of energy, which is important because again, it's so much about how you feel, you know, beauty is not, it's, it really is interconnected with, with wellness now, you know, you really can't separate beauty from, from wellness. And like I said, 
it's, it's connected to the environment too, because I always think everything goes somewhere, you know? So if you wash your face and that cleanser goes down the drain, where is down the drain? It's going That's into right. the rivers. It's going into the lakes. It's going into the oceans. Those little microbeads are being picked up by turtles and they're being picked up by fish. We're eating the fish. It's coming, you know, so it's just a big, a big circle. And that's another reason why, you know, this entire field has always been so interesting to me because it's so much more than that lotion or that potion. People are shifting their diets now. They're eating much more healthfully, you know, farmers markets have taken off. People are looking for organic food the same way they are in beauty. I think fashion is the next frontier when people are going to be looking for sustainable fabrics, sustainable fibers, you know, all, oh, yeah, yeah. all of that sort of, all of that sort of stuff. But the main thing that I like to remind people is not to put too much pressure on yourself. You know, nothing is 100% right. Nothing is 100% wrong. You have to find your path and you have to find a way of eating, a way of nurturing, a way of taking care of yourself that works for you. And there's so much guidance out there in terms of how to make that shift to a healthier lifestyle. But but don't beat yourself up, right? You know, yes. Enjoy, yeah, absolutely. Right? Well, it, it, you know, starting with organic spa media, I mean, this is a, you know, a premier, you know, wellness and sustainable lifestyle magazine and everybody can find it. It's in print, it's in uh, online, but I want to go back to um, some of the things that we talked about. And that is how the cycle of fashion and the cycle of beauty and the cycle of the world, like, right. You know, it's, it, it comes around, but it also changes, right. It's ever evolving yeah. and we've gone through diversity and we've gone through acceptance, but we've also now run into the, you know, selfie generation and social media and no longer are we comparing ourselves to the covers of magazines, but now quote unquote peers and real people. And I'm looking at young girls, um, you know, full of Botox we're talking about and full of fillers or getting their butts implanted and, you know, crazy things. I mean, at such a young age. And I remember being an insecure young girl and wanting a nose job, you know, mm -hmm. and my mom saying, you have to wait until you're older. You have to let your say, you know, that it's your face. It's part of who you are. But if, if something makes you really unhappy when you look in the mirror every day and you're very unhappy about it, then I believe in, in moving forward and making a change to make yourself happier. Right. And having those, but I just worry because I want to, I want to talk about your spa expertise and I want to dig into some of, uh, there's a lot of information out there. I mean, you see everybody's M sculpting and this, this laser and that laser and the Botox and the filler. And then first it was Juvederm and then it's now the newest one comes down the pike. And I know that there's no silver bullet. There's no such thing as it, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And a lot of people that use some of these machineries come back and say, wow, that didn't work out for me. It wasn't what I expected. What have you found in the spa business and all of your interviews and all of your visits to spas around the world? Like, what do you really think the top wellness kind of beauty, like what, is there like a routine, so to speak, that works as a basic that you can then go outside of the lines on and customize? Yeah, I think, you know, to find a simple regimen and stick to it, that's, that's really the most important thing. You know, for me personally, when it comes to products, it's more about what's not in them than what's in them, right? But I say to people, hopefully you're going to get older. 
So what you do now when you're in your 20s is going to impact the way you look when you're in your 50s or your 60s or your 70s, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to protect your skin with an SPF, 15, minimum 30. You want to use an exfoliant several times a week. You want to make sure that you feed your skin with moisture, that you drink enough water, that you get, you know, that you, that you eat oils in your diet too, yeah. plant oils, because for a long time, oil was taboo. You know, nobody yeah. would put any olive oil on their salad because, you know, it was fattening, fattening you know, yeah. but, you know, then you have to choose, well, do you want to eat olive oil or do you want to have like dry, sallow skin, brittle nails, broken hair, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody that I've spoken to over the years who I respect, who knows what they're talking about, recommends a very consistent skincare regimen. One issue that we're dealing with is that women are exfoliating their skin to within a, an inch of its life, you know? Right. So if you are using a scrub, if you're using an alpha hydroxy acid, if you're using a glycolic, if you're getting a machine exfoliant, yes. you know, it's too much. So, too much. you know, it's easy for me to say, look at things in balance, you know, but it really is true that if you, you can't just assault your skin and your body and then hope to put a bandaid on it later, you know, yeah, it's, it's exactly. Just not, it's just not going to work. So in terms of spa, if you are fortunate enough to be able to afford regular massage, that's great. You know, if you can get a facial, even around the change of the season. So even going right. once a quarter, you know, summer to fall from, you know, spring into summer, mm -hmm. that will really help revive your skin and make you feel really, really good. Obviously, you know, we're living through a pandemic. So we're seeing a lot of treatments out there that are touchless treatments. And that's another interesting aspect. Oh, I hadn't heard too. about any of those. That's no, kind of cool. Machine, you know, yeah. using machines and tools for facials. Yes, yes. You know. oh, those I've had. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and, and light therapy and, yes. and that sort of thing, which, which really can be great and can be very effective as long as you don't overdo it. Right, Heather? Right. I mean, as long yeah. as you are aware of a balance of keeping your life in balance. And I think, you know, as much as we do see 20 somethings shooting themselves up with, with Botox and things like that, I think there is an ever growing number of people who understand that they want to stay healthy. They want to yeah. be healthy, especially now, especially where we're coming from when immunity can be so powerful, building up your immune system, you know, having enough vitamin D in your body, all of those sorts of things, making sure you have zinc where, you know, so in the magazine, in terms of organic spot, you know, we cover health and wellness in every issue. And I always try and stick my neck out a little bit ahead of the curve, you know, so yes. that people can get some sense of what's coming down the pike. And um, it's, it's, it's a fascinating time. It's a fascinating field. And I am so excited that wellness, almost more than spa, I mean, spas now are focusing on wellness much more than 
spawness, if you will. Right, 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 right. right. Like we have, I have a, a product in my Beyond Fresh brand called Beauty Berries and it's a collagen elastin stimulant. Um, it supports what you have. And I, I say to people all the time, like, well, just to go back to what you're saying, like spas are buying that product from me to explain to their customer that, you know, in, around your thirties, we start to deplete cells, start to free radicals right. or, right. you know, and there are things that we can use from nature that will help, you know, stimulate the collagen growth. And of course there's lasers and therapies that you can do also, but there's no silver bullet that all of a sudden makes you, you know, 20 at 40, but there are preventatives and, you know, uh, people sell a lot of snake oil out there and, you know, they say it's got collagen or they say it's probiotic, but there's no way the body can absorb it. There's no vitamin C in it. Like, you know, these things as a scientist. Can you talk a little bit about like some of your, if they would go to a spa, some of your favorite, aside from a massage, like what are some of your favorite spa treatments? Is it like an oxygenating facial? Is that like a great basic or some of your favorite beauty products that people who are a little bit lost that maybe you can lend some guidance? Yeah, I think, I think an oxygenating facial can be a very good treatment, you know, whether your skin is really dry and depleted or whether you have breakouts and acneic skin. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The same is true for light therapy treatments. You know, light therapy is really harmless and benign, but in, in the negative way, but it can do a lot, a lot of positive, a lot of positive. Right. And there's I'm, red light, blue light. There's different types of therapies out there. Right. And like, I, isn't blue light for like joints and muscles and red light is for stimulation. Like what's the difference? You have to talk to your therapist, you know, yeah. you have yeah. to go to the spa and you have to say, I have inflammation. I have joint pain. Yeah. That's what we're treating today. And in general, that's very good thing to do at the spa. You know, yes. do not be shy talk to the therapist, tell them what is your unique issue? What do you want? What are your goals? What do you need? And then they can tailor it to you. You know, nobody's a mind reader, right? They may be trained, well-trained professionals, but they can't read your mind. So you really have to be direct and, and, and straightforward with them. Great advice. I love reflexology, which is the stimulation of the acupressure points on the feet. And this was a really popular treatment throughout COVID when nobody really wanted to get a facial, yes. nobody, but, but your foot was far right, enough. Far enough, almost six so feet, right? Like, <laughs> socially distancing, right? Between the arms and the body, we're doing okay. We're doing right, so hand massage, right? Yes. Foot massage, perfect, right? And, and reflexology can do a tremendous, a tremendous amount, a tremendous amount of good chakra balancing treatments, you know, combination of massage and chakra balancing treatments, you know, to sort through any stagnation of energy in the body, blockages of the body and be skeptical. And if you are skeptical, just try and open your mind and try it and experience it because you may be surprised. I love surprises. And that's another reason why I do what I do because I am so constantly surprised all the time. I get to ask people intrusive questions for a living. You know, I get to do research and I'm always learning things that, that surprise me. I love that. I love that part of you because you are a passionate writer and editor, you know, and, and you were lucky to have known what you wanted to do. You say by the time you were seven years old, how did you know, how did you know? (laughs) I, 
I was always an avid reader and I still am. I mean, find me with my nose in a book or reading some medical journal or a study because that's another thing. I really believe in science. So, you know, there's a lot of woo-woo out there. There's some truth to it, but you have to really look for the science basis. So when I was seven, I loved a children's book called Harriet the Spy, which I think is still out there and I think still has a lot of fans. And it was about a little girl who kept a notebook and she wrote the truth. So she was she went around and she wrote the truth about her friends, her family, everything she saw. Well, sounds like me. People discovered her notebook and needless to say, they weren't happy and she got in a lot of trouble. But for me, that inspired me. So I started carrying a notebook around and honestly, Heather, I'm still carrying a notebook around because I was trained at the New York Times. I'm old school. You know, a lot of people record interviews, which I can do. The first time you do a long interview, maybe with a celebrity and you find out later that it didn't record, you will never do that again. again. So I always carry a notebook. I write down my thoughts. I write down things I want to do. I write down, you know, notes from interviews and things like that. And so I've carried that thread with me. And at that point, I decided I wanted to be a writer. I, I was good at writing at a young age. And I realized that if, you know, a lot of people romanticize writing, Um, But if you really want to do that as as a calling, as a career, you need to find a way to make a living doing it. So I decided to get a job as a writer. And that's what I did. And it's it's kind of been going on ever since. And the thing that I love so much about what I do is that it's constantly changing. Right. Yeah. It's it's always creative there's always something different. And I have this incredible opportunity to focus a lens on a uh, part of the 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 world, a part of the culture, you know, this wellness and sustainable lifestyle that is just growing every day. More, and it's international, more, right? International. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Cause I want to talk about your travel expertise too. Like you can't talk about wellness and wellness um, kind of like uh, initiatives and wives tales and all that stuff without talking about other countries and the beginning of time and, you know, like Masada or, you know, Ayurveda and Ayurvedic, right. not only chakra cleansing, but Ayurvedic <laughs> eating, you know, after I cleanse my chakras, like what I eat that week, you know, I mean, I'm so regimented for myself because it's such an important practice for me. It really works for me. And, you know, when I do it, I'm, I'm on like a path that I need to get in check with myself. And then it, what follows is how I'm sleeping, how I'm eating, how I'm treating myself. You know what I mean? How you're listening to yourself. Right. That's a huge part of it, you know, is slowing down and really listening to yourself and, and giving yourself what you need. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. 
Fabric has great term life insurance and they make it quick, easy, and surprisingly affordable to attain. So today might be the day to finally cross off one of the most important things on your to-do list, life insurance. Life's already complicated. That's why Fabric makes getting term life insurance to protect your family easy. Fabric was built by parents for parents to help make it easier to manage all your family's finances. And Fabric is all online, so everything's on your schedule. Fabric's online hub lets you handle all your family's finances in one place, not just life insurance. Create a will, start your kid's college savings plan, and even set up a rainy day savings fund. Check all those important boxes with Fabric. You'll get significant savings over other providers with great quality policies for less than a dollar a day. Protect your family's financial future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash in my heart. That's M-E-E-T fabric.com slash in my heart. Go to meetfabric.com slash in my heart. Fabric insurance agency policies are issued by Vanis Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices are subject to underwriting and health questions. Now back to my show. Now that the world is opening, God willing, back up again, and people are starting to travel again, and I think people have t- you know, taken pause and thought about their life and had a chance to kind of like contemplate things a little bit more and critique maybe what is making them happy or not making them happy. And we're starting to get out there again and travel. And now, you know, on the uptick is, you know, uh, adventure travel or, you know, travel that has, you know, experiential travel. Nature, outdoor. Yeah. So talk to us about what you're seeing there and maybe some tips and ideas for people who are looking to reach out and and move again, but still continue to reach in and do personal work. Yeah, you know, there are a lot of spas now that are offering retreats. And I know, I know that you are very into that, Heather, and you do that too, you know, and that's a really wonderful thing, because it can be four days, five days a week, where you're really, again, focusing on your goals. So if it's a yoga retreat, you know, you're focusing on your inner outer balance, it can be um, hiking, you know, where You go somewhere where you, you know, you take like a three to eight or nine mile hike in the morning and then you relax at the spa in the afternoon. I mean, that's kind of my favorite. Emma, that's a, that sounds know, like one of my retreats. <laughs> is, you know, you kind of work your butt off in the morning, whether it's fitness classes or, you know, whatever it may be, hiking. And then the afternoon you, you get to take it easy. Um, spas are offering so many incredible programs and even moving more into, as I mentioned before, that sort of mental wellness or that emotional wellness piece, you know, where it can be everything, anything from meditation to, you know, some things that are a little more out there, like psychic. We just did a piece on psychedelic healing, which is Harvard at the moment is doing a lot of research. Yeah, they should, because they're the ones that closed the door on it so many years ago. They owe it to us to bring back the mushrooms, man. (laughs) I guess they kind of know that. I kind of know. And mushrooms, speaking of mushrooms, I mean, not those mushrooms, but adaptogens. Fungi, fungi, and adaptogens. Reishi mushrooms and chaga. um, Lion's mane. At Lion's mane adaptogenics, which are substances that basically have some kind of built-in intelligence and I'm not exactly sure how 
out, but they know what your body needs and they can help you calm down. They can de-stress you. And we're seeing them in functional beverages. There are so yeah, many. I have them in mine. You have to give a little thought to what you're imbibing. You want to make sure that you're not leading yourself to a buildup of oil soluble vitamins in your body, you know, which is not going to um, be a good thing, right? That's like capsule fatigue when they're just shoving all kinds of supplements down their throats all the time, right? By the handfuls. Right. To just kind of cover the basis, it doesn't work that way. I mean, if you are concerned, go to your doctor and ask your doctor to test you for different deficiencies like magnesium, calcium, D, zinc. And then, you know, if you need to supplement with those or, you know, if you're just going to be wasting your money, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, I vitamin D myself right into too much because I went, but I had my blood tested because my mood was low during COVID. And so I was like, oh, let me make sure I get my vitamin D, but I was over supplementing my vitamin D. And because I get my blood check regularly, I was able to notice it immediately. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, cut back. And then he gave me a new dose. And now here we are. And people do, it's true. They talk about calcium all the time, but they don't talk about magnesium. So I'm glad that you mentioned those things. Do you know, I'm sure you, of course, you know, Dr. Michael Greger and nutritionfacts.org. Do you you know of him? So he, I love nutritionfacts.org because it is a truth teller. And it tells the truth about how to reach a goal and what foods are good for you and what, you know, is propaganda and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So as a research, you know, kind of resource, it's incredible. But like, I want to talk about, but go back to skincare for a second, because, you know, we, we talk about some of the things that we really must do for our skin, like, you know, obviously cleanse it and hydrate it and exfoliate it. And, you know, a a plant-based oil is really incredible, you know, Mm -hmm. for your skin and that sort of thing. But I want to talk about retinol and which is vitamin A, basically, for people who don't know that. And I was thinking about this just the other day because I'll do like the the at home micro needling just to help my vitamin A, you know, uh, kind of yeah, get into my skin more, get deeper into my skin. And all of a sudden I'm sitting there like micro needling my face, preparing for my routine. I don't have time to do it every night, but on the nights I do, it's a big part of my routine and I love it. I was like, why am I not ingesting vitamin A? You know what I mean? And I thought about that, you know, like, what do you think? So like, these are always, always like, you know, even though it's an obvious thing, like, why do we not need that one? And now I'm going to go back into my nutrition books and kind of read up on it and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of trends for, for beauty and wellness and travel, if you ever have the experience or the opportunity to do a Miraval experience or do a Canyon Ranch, which are like the upper echelon of the spas out there, and there are even or Rancho more- La Puerta, Rancho La, La Puerta. Puerta, the founder Deborah Seke just turned yes. 100 this year, and wow. she and her late husband founded Rancho La Puerta over 75 years ago, and then she went on to found the Golden Door. Of the golden door, because I was going to say, and most of these, well, many of them are like, you know, out of reach for so many people, you know what I mean? And golden door is like a waiting list. Like I can't even get into that place, but maybe you can help me, Rona. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but I, but I, what I was happy to see with uh, the world changing and things opening up and wellness becoming a trending topic and that sort of thing, I'm finding these spa like experiences that mix glamping with spa. Yeah. And so you can look at, have you seen any of those types of things that you could recommend people to look for that are not 
quite as five star, but still are very therapeutic and have wonderful benefits? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to recommend specifics, but obviously we cover places yeah. like that yes. all the time. So if they want to go to organicspamagazine.com, there are tons of places. Perfect. And we also do geographical references. So we just did a piece on the South, you know, great you know, wellness spas in the South, and we're doing a piece on Mexico. It's really so much about what your priorities are and what you're, what you're looking for. Yeah. But there, there are even wellness centers sprouting up all over in mostly in cities at this point where you can go and check in for an afternoon and have a really robust wellness experience. Right. You can see a naturopath, you know, you can get spa treatments, you can get nutritional advice. And that's what's so important is to really cobble it all together, you know, and look for something that gets you out in the outdoors. Glamping is an incredible experience. I just went to um, Montana to um, the place where glamping was first. Pause up. You know, Pause up. I was in I was in Greeno, which uh -huh. is their new, you know, talk about luxury. I was very fortunate that I was able to go there. It was Yeah, you have a good job. <laughs> I but it's work. It's work. Yeah, no, no, girl, I know because it's you're not <laughs> hanging out relaxing at the spa. You're writing about it. It's work, but it's exciting work. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's really interesting how many of these properties are also trying to do the right thing. They're trying to implement sustainability initiatives, conserve water, conserve electricity, go plastic free and yes. use, you know, give, give guests a water bottle that they can use throughout their stay and then take home yes. as a really nice reminder. You know, people are even going far enough. I mean, it's, it's good to look for businesses that have um, certifications, you know, maybe right. climate neutral or fair trade or, or B Corp, you know, it's really a much bigger way of looking at spa and wellness. You yes, know? It is. Um, yes, it is. I mean, I was just in Switzerland and I went ice bathing, which oh, yeah. is, you know, incredible. There is a Dutch athlete named Wim Hof who has a method and it's really caught fire. And he basically jumps into a freezing cold body of water and stays there for a long time. And I was in Switzerland and I went ice bathing in a lake, mm -hmm. a, a frozen lake and a yes. cold wool was cut out of it. And I went there and I said, and it's a, it's, um, it's a kind of an, a little more extreme version of hot cold therapy. So in yes. Scandinavia, where you go in the sauna and then you jump out and you roll in the snow or you go in the sauna and then you go in cold water and you can do this at home. Yes, That's exactly. the beauty also, Heather, of so many of these treatments. You yeah. can do it at home. Hot shower, turn it cold. Yes. Make it hot, turn it cold just for a few minutes. And yes. it really gets the circulation going. Yeah. And it, you know, is so good for you and you feel amazing. So yeah, and people are using it. No, I know you're not at all. It's wonderful. And, and it's so good to hear about, um, you know, and, and that has been, that's like an old, I think it was like an old ancient Greek therapy. I even think like hot and cold or something like that. I mean, these, these old school therapies and you think about like Turkish, you know, hot houses and uh -huh. you know, these yeah. ice cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Mel Robbins um, is someone who has been very vocal with her ice bath therapies, helping her depression and using those ice dunks to help depression. 
for me as a nutrition, you know, advocate, I can say it helps speed up metabolism. It helps yeah. cells regenerate yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, you can do it at home. And I agree with you. It is an important therapy. And it makes your skin look great. It makes your skin glow. So like that ice cold rinse on your hair that they say where it seals in the molecule and stuff like it's all, it's like being uncomfortable will always advance us in some sort of way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that my grandmother always used to say you have to suffer for beauty. Right. And I never really believed it, but it's something to think about. Well, you also said another, another thing that you said early on, which is an old adage is like looking good, feeling good. And it's feeling good, looking good. It's the same. If you look good, you feel good. And if you feel good, you look good. I'm sitting here drinking my, um, my homemade blueberry lemonade with my apple cider vinegar with a, with a paper straw. And I would only drink a straw out of this glass because I'm interviewing you and I want to be able to take a sip and not interrupt things too much with the ice on my mouth and things. But I know that plastic straws are a pet peeve of yours. And my pet peeve is plastic to go containers. Yeah. Yeah. Like they drive, I mean, they drive me crazy. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that for a second before we go, because, you know, uh, reducing plastic pollution, these single use plastics, and we can also do this at home. I've had um, advocates of it. There's a, a wonderful woman named Dee that owns the Good Bottle Shop in New Jersey, and she opened the first, you know, bottle shop for reusable plastics where you right. go refill your shampoo and refill your conditioner. Right. And right. it's amazing. And so right. looking for businesses, as you say, that support local initiatives, right. that support plant-based initiatives and planet-based initiatives right. really do make a difference. Can you right. talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think that's something that's shifting as well. You know, people are understanding that, you know, their dollars reflect their values, right? Yes. So when you spend money, think about, you know, whether this company is 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 a big polluting company plastic straws make me crazy i have written so many stories about plastic pollution in the ocean and in our latest issue i actually profiled a company that has an ocean beauty initiative you know um because we've all heard by now that you know by 2050 if we don't stop this maybe it's sooner at this point yeah there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish you know so if you go out to certain areas, you just see this huge whirling vortex of garbage. So why do we need a plastic straw every time we have a drink? Get a bamboo straw and Mm -hmm. put it in a little case. Yep, I have a stainless steel one. Put it in your purse and carry it with you or use plastic or, you know, when there are other options and in a small way we can really help and we can do our part again. Why? Why wouldn't you do that? Who's? I mean, who? Yeah, who really like wants to say like, no, I need plastic. You know? You yeah, don't. like what beauty company was like? Oh, let's use tiny little plastic beads for an exfoliator instead of sand. You know, you talk about clean beauty, but you know, clean food, slow food. You That's know, right. people are, um, you know, uh, creating their own gardens. And really understanding how, how lovely that can be, you know, not everybody has time, not everybody has resources. I say me and there's two men out there right now working on my garden while I'm doing the interview. So like, let's be real. 
Yeah. But, but I, I do, do, I do guard, I do do it. I usually do it all by myself, but this year I just was worried. I'm going to Israel. I couldn't get it in. And so I, I asked for help. And so ask for help when you need it, Absolutely. because now I'm going to have a, a vegetable garden that feeds my family all summer long. That's and so feeds nice. my soul as I get my hands in it and dig out the weeds. Well, and-, and there's something so healing and therapeutic about spending time outdoors, which we know, and yes. spending time in the garden, you know. So, you know, whether you're hiking, whether you're doing a big outdoor, you know, fitness excursion, or whether you're just, you know, watering the plants yes. and taking or picnicking the on the lawn and looking at the beautiful it- earth. It's, it's all, you know, it's all, um, it's all helpful. And that's why we're seeing so many rooftops with gardens in urban areas, right? We're seeing living walls. We're talking about bio forest bathing, forest bathing, all, all, all of that. And especially at this moment in time, which I think is really a pivotal moment. You know, we may have realized some of these things because we've been cooped up right during the pandemic but these are things that will stick with us and enhance our life forevermore right yes and and you know some of these things can be overwhelming heather you know it's like oh my god where i want to live a healthier lifestyle i want to take better where do i start and i always say just begin where you are start somewhere with tiny baby steps and you'll get there you know I think that that's amazing advice. I could talk to you for seven more hours and we've, we, we were, we're like just about at one. So I want to know before I let you go for, you know, for someone who just has been so tapped into, you know, listening to yourself and looking at what makes a great spa and finding partners and products and, you know, everybody, please just, if you have one uh, publication that you subscribe to, please make it Organic Spa Media. They really are an overarching uh, barrel and a plethora of, of information. See, it's not like a magazine that's just gl- it's glossy and beautiful, but like it's educational. That's what I love about what you do is you really you. educate people as to beauty, health, and that the travel and the environment and all the things that are important to me and that should be important to all of us. So I, I applaud you and I thank you for what you do. But thank how does you. someone like you find your freedom? Because I feel like you've gotten there in so many ways. So how do you continue to find your freedoms? Um, because I'm always open to change, right? So something is, is you know, uh, I'm always seeing things that are different and exciting, but, you know, it always gets back to listening to myself mm-hmm. and doing things that, um, you know, feel like they are meaningful to me. Right. And, um, you know, in this crazy life, when we all have deadlines and we're all running and we're all doing so many things, it's so important to um, find that thing or things that resonates deeply with you and push that out into the world. So beautiful. Oh my God. That is so beautiful. Well, you guys, there's so much information in this, you know, feed your soul, 
listen to yourself, feed, nourish your body with, with good stuff, read your labels, <laughs> read up on the spas, read up on the science, care about what you put on your body, care about what you put in your body and care about who you partner with when it comes to your purchases because your dollars count. Just incredible. Rona, for those people who don't follow you or know where they can find you, can, can you tell me where they can find you and follow you? Yeah, you can you can find me. The best place is on Instagram. So it's at Rona Berg, R-O-N-A-B-E-R-G. And feel free to reach out or DM. But I'm kind of addicted to Instagram. I love it. So um, I'll, I'll always be there. You have to, um, if you don't already know, Louis Schwartzberg and fantastic yeah. fungi. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, you yeah. have to, you of yeah, course you know sure. him. <laughs> In fact, we covered him years ago, well before, you know. He was such a hot topic. Yeah. Well, they, we, I've interviewed him on my show too, so the listeners know, but that's Very a movie I'm going to remind you to watch. Fantastic fungi and organic spa media. Get after it. Thank you guys so much for being with us again today. And thank you so much to my guest, Rona Berg. This is In My Heart. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. Be sure to follow along at I am Heather T on Instagram and send us any questions at heather at heatherthompson.com. We'll be sure to answer and we'll see you again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.